Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome into the house that the dads built. This is three dads in a minivan, even though Ed does not know how to use power tools. Kevin and I have helped build this house, and we thank you guys once again for joining us here on the Three Dads in a Minivan podcast. This is our first episode post Hurricane Ian. Uh, we obviously were not able to record last week uh, for obvious reasons, uh, but we do hope that everybody that we know, even the ones that we don't know, we hope you are safe now uh, and, you know, can find some sort of uh, solitude in the fact that uh, you do have a life and things can be rebuilt and, uh, you know, just complete devastation for our friends uh, down south. We obviously dodged a bullet here in Tampa Bay, uh, but doesn't, um, you know, dumb down the fact that uh, we feel and we hurt uh, for those that have lost everything. Absolutely devastated. We have a lot of friends down in the Fort Myers area, uh, and we are thinking of you guys every single day and praying for your strength uh, to get back up on your feet because we know Floridians are a resilient bunch of people, and uh, we will rebuild. So uh, hopefully you guys made it through your casas uh, with minimal uh, damage. I know here at the Wolf's Den, uh, we scathed. Uh, just a little bit. We got a little bit of roof issues. Uh, not too bad, though. And, uh, you know, our house is still intact. So uh, we're very thankful and blessed for that. But uh, we got to get these people's minds off of things, which is why we have regrouped today uh, to get back onto the uh, the right track of uh, podcast love. What's up, Ed? I, I think it's amazing. Are, have you guys been shadowing me or stalking me about the no power tools? Because I want to uh, know no. how you know that. That what? That's, that I don't know how to use power tools. So oh, we just know years. you. <laughs> well, I just ran into this issue last week with the storm shutters. So <laughs> I, I won't put this company on blast, but I, I'm, I really do want to put them on blast. A company calls me. They actually sent an email Sunday night. Now, going back to what I was saying, I'm horrible at tools. And I know people think, oh, yeah, you know how to use a drill. I really don't know how to use a power drill. I don't. Like, it's flat out. not even trying to be funny. So this company. Dude, um, it's a button. This this company emails me on Sunday night. They say, hey, we're going to be putting up storm shutters. You're one of our customers. Would you like us to do it? I'm like, heck, yeah. You know, I'll just pay for it. I Even though it's going to be a little costly uh, at this point, I'm like, well, I'd rather them do it than me having to try and figure it out. So sure. Monday comes. They don't come to my house. I, I can't get in touch with them. Tuesday morning comes. Um, I'm able to get in touch with them. They're like, we're so sorry, but uh, all of our coworkers had to evacuate, blah, blah, blah. And and I. See, not to get off the page here, I didn't have a problem with that. I just didn't like they offered the service. I think that was BS. You know what I mean? Like, the, don't offer the service. You know what I mean? Right. Because now you're putting me in a pickle. And I totally understand these people had evacuated. I'm not saying that at all. I understand their families and pets and all kinds of things. But don't put me in this pickle now where I'm stuck holding the bag, literally, of screws. I don't know how to do this. Right. So... I called my one brother-in-law. He's busy doing his own house. He's like, man, he's like, I'll try and get over there as soon as I can. But you know what it is? It's like, think about it. We were all nervous about the storm, right? We thought it was going to hit directly to us. Right. And I'm worried. I've got to get these boards up. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do something. So my other brother-in-law came over. And sure enough, there he was. He, I had to help him out. And he was up on the thing. He's like, I can't believe you don't know how to use this. It's just this. And I go, well, no, it's more than that. And he goes, no, literally, it's this. And he shows me the button. The one button screws in <laughs> and the other button screws out. And I was like, but how do you know which is the right screw to fit? He goes, uh, I'll just do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so quick question. <laughs> wow. When you say the company was going to come and do the shutters and stuff. Yeah. They were just going to put them up, not install them. Correct. 
Correct. They were going to put them up and they were going to take them down. So, so are these, these like the aluminum shutters that go over your windows? So they, the, so that the screws and the bolts, they're already on your windows. Pre-done, yeah. Right? And then you just lift it up. And then you put it on. Sick, right. And you and lock them in. Tighten yep. a nut. Yep. Yes. Well, hold on he a second. Interesting. So there's one. It's really weird. There's one window on my house that's just like. Um, oh, we're going to blame it on the window? What yes. do they call them? Airplane nuts or something? What are the things with the, the wing nuts? nuts. Wing, wing nuts. nuts. I knew it was yes. something with an airplane. <laughs> airplane <laughs> nuts. <laughs> well, they look like little airplanes. No, I don't think wings. they serve those anymore because of allergies. <laughs> All right. Wing nuts, Ed. Yes. Okay. There's a well, bolt and then the wing nut goes on and tightens. It looks like a little airplane. That's what I thought of it. But uh, there's one window on my house. It's weird. One window on my house has that. And I was able to do that. So I was able to take it off myself. So once he did a few of them, I was like, oh, I can do this. It's just screwing, you know, with your fingers, just unscrew. But then all the other windows on my house, they're all like, you know, like that. So how's that go again? <laughs> Okay, just making sure that's the sound of a power wow. tool for anybody who's out there listening right now. So anyway, yeah, dude, it's not that hard. They lock and they, they they lock and they wing nut together. That's, no, I mean, that was I have, one window. Oh well, we can't you know speak on behalf of your builder uh, or why it is the way it is. But uh, Kev had his house tight. He had. I do have to ask Kev a question. You were uh, hammered, sure. Kev. Yeah, of course. I mean, what else was there <laughs> to do? I do have a question, Kev, with regards to your garage area. Sure. Um, as I noticed, you put down go, four by four uh, plank, uh, wood posts at yep. the very, very bottom of the uh, garage door entry. That's right. Um, what is that going to do to stop water from coming into your home? Um, oh, it's a little bit of a. It's a little bit of a dam. I mean, it's not going to stop much. I don't think it's going to stop anything, Kev. Oh, it will. To be honest with you. It okay, because you've been 100%. down that road before. Kev 100%. put four by four blocks in front of his garage door. Like, that's going to say, water, you're not allowed to come up four inches here and get into my house. Well, you got to think, man. Uh, so if you're going to get a bunch of water and it comes in, a four by four, obviously, you're talking four inches, right? So... Is water going to seep under? Of course. You know, I, I know it's not like, you know, sealed, water sealed. Um, but if I could stop the uh, large amount from going in, uh, you know, you do whatever you can, man. We've talked about this in a previous episode. I think it's so strange how Greg will take any video or picture that you post on social media. And he, uh, listen, this goes for anybody listening right now. If you're a He's friend gonna, with here him comes on the Facebook. Chicken. Here comes the raw chicken. If you're yep. a friend with him on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Be careful of what you post when he sees, because if you post like, oh, this is I just got a new couch in my house. He's going to pause your video at some point mm -hmm. and he's going to inspect every item in your room. Everything like color commentator, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to. Yeah, like I've, I mean, I do watch a lot of football, so I do get out the uh, the screen and I'll highlight things <laughs> that I think are the, wrong with the, yeah. Yeah, with the phone, with the editing. I app. mean, listen, I had no qualms about Kev's setup. I mean, he he went into lockdown mode. But when I saw the, the wood <laughs> posts in front of the garage, I was a little confused. I'm like, I've never well, seen that method and, before. And, and I can explain. So, uh, again, like with the, the plywood and stuff, we've got the tree of life in the backyard. Yep. I mean, it is a humongous Massive. oak tree. And so I was concerned with the wind and, you know, obviously it was a nasty storm coming through. So I wanted to kind of make sure that the back of the house, if there was any branches that came through that, that, the, that those uh, windows were protected. Right now, uh, the thing about it is, is we're not in a flood zone, but the way our house sits, it is like the middle of the street. 
and what? you can literally look left and right down our street and you can see how it angles downwards no. toward us so yeah. all of the water we've got two storm drains they're right basically in front of my house and across the street from my house so all the water comes down towards our property and then if we get that amount of water and which it can flood on a regular like storm um so i was afraid that it was going to come up and go into the garage so i just you know here's some wood i it's i didn't stop it hey I, and and i gotta be honest with you i didn't feel like standing in or sitting in the sandbag line down yeah. the street that Listen, was like crazy. three hours it long. was unreal it was so unreal. i was like i got some four by fours i'm rigging something I've never seen it like that before, which, you know, was Crazy. definitely, yeah, it was insane. So I did the uh, homeowner hack and realized I'm not going to get sandbags. So went to Home Depot and mm. got bags of garden soil, like the literally the miracle Grow garden soil, because sure. I also have an area on my driveway that sitting water uh it, it congregates at and it's right in front of my garage so i literally got bags of garden soil and laid them out like sandbags and yep. other ones on top of them at an angle so when the water came off the roof it would hit the bags and bro that worked like a champ i yeah. was like wow this really does work well because it's plastic bags filled with soil and it worked like a champ so you know, God forbid we're in that situation again, people, and you're running out trying to find sandbags. Here's another Floridian pro tip. Uh, we do live near beaches and you can get trash bags in a in a life or death situation where it's about survival. You can always go to the beach and get sand at the beach and put it in your car. I mean, obviously, I'm sure residents would want you to put that sand back when you're done with it. But at the same time. It's about survival. So always keep that in mind because we are surrounded by water. We are surrounded by beaches. If you grab a shovel and go down the beach with some trash bags, you can always use that as a backup uh, and help your fellow neighbor. So that's just a pro tip, hurricane pro tip. Well, well now it all makes we sense. We all learn something, you know, from this. And and yeah. I, I was telling my kids as I was kind of putting up the plywood and doing all that stuff, it's like you have to prepare for the worst. Yep. and hope for the best correct and, i mean and that's that's all you can do you know things can be replaced correct you homes can. can be replaced you can't so right. you, you do what you got to do to uh make your yourself and your family safe and and that's it man that's so you know, prepare do, for man. the worst hope for the best that's 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 what you get when you well, live here in florida and you live where we where we do you know we live in paradise but these are things that we have to deal with on yeah. a yearly basis so you prepare for the worst hope for the best we're all here. And so thank God we made it through it. Uh, we're not out of the woods yet. There is another system brewing out there uh, in the uh, Caribbean. So let's just, you know, fingers crossed. It just moves on or doesn't develop. And uh, we can ride off into the Halloween season here uh, because the weather's getting nice and Halloween's around the corner. It's definitely Ed's favorite holiday of the year. No, it's uh, not. Yes, it is, dude. No, You're forever sending Kev and I like stupid costume ideas. And like the one you just sent us recently was like, would you ever wear any of these costumes? Did you guys, <laughs> did you, did you open that Kev and look at that email? He yeah, sent? I like, saw them. They were, dude, I couldn't do it. This man. is they really just, stuff. Like people are really buying this stuff. Easy. I would corn do the ball, cornball stuff. I would do the imposter smart ass. I mean, okay, for people, that, for people that don't know what that is, it is literally <laughs> a giant butt. It is. With a puckering center with a Mr. Handy uh, accessory that looks like a cigar. Or like, it's just literally an ass face. I'm like, Ed, it's not that far <laughs> off from Ed being himself. It's straight ass face. 
Uh, but yeah, there's some interesting. Like, who's gonna want to dress up as a hand sanitizer or, or a, uh, a well, empty hold on, of toilet paper tissue? Like, what in are defense, these costumes? in defense of the guy with the hand sanitizer costume, it does at the bottom. It says "pull here," like for you to get the hand sanitizer, and it's right above his. Yeah, uh, super classy co- right. costume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're going to like an erotic exotic ball type of an event, then that, you know, I get that. But some of them were just so stupid. Like, no, you can based. still come up with something way better than that. Like, yeah, even dude. if you want to be provocative or like sexy or, or you know, you want to tote that line. Not with those. Those are all cheese ball. Like, horny. Oh, look at this. I found it at Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. No, I still no think disrespect you, Walgreens. Your, your Halloween department is great. The the best costume I ever pulled off was the Alley G at um the Erotic Exotic Ball because I went on eBay and found the yellow jumpsuit uh and the and the skull cap and the glasses and I remember walking around Club Excess and people legitimately thought I was Ali G. Like, damn, I can't believe you actually came to this party. And we're all taking pictures. And I'm like, Booyakasha! and doing the yeah. whole thing. I mean, that was that was by far. If there's ever a costume that I nailed, that was the one. I haven't been back since. Mine was when I was a Smurf. My mom made me a Smurf costume. Were you like a grown up? <laughs> it's like dead silence. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was weird. Why were you guys so weird? Yeah, well, that was, I was just, I was I was visualizing you as Papa Smurf, and <laughs> no, not. I was Papa trying Smurf. to say, wait, wait, hold on. Was he a kid? No, it wasn't like two years ago. It was when my mom made it. Oh, okay. oh we were talking about adult, adult stuff costumes, <laughs> and you went, you went, you did a flashback. <laughs> he did because we both paused. We're like, his mom built him a costume as an adult yeah, as a Smurf. Dude, you wear like adult <laughs> diapers. Can you imagine in my neighborhood this grown ass man with blue face paint with a little white. Yes, I could imagine. Yeah, I could imagine you in that. At one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Wow, I was on the same page with Kev there. I was really <laughs> confused as what to what we were talking about. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, Ed, everything else is good on your home front over there, man. No issues besides the windows are uh, they're still <laughs> yeah. intact. Everything's good. I actually wanted to throw something out to you guys. I had an idea. I thought it would be something cool to do, just because I feel like. Uh, obviously, Kev's still with the station, but all the years that even myself and Greg had working in radio, uh, there was two million dollar questions that we always get asked. And to this day, even though I'm you know, not really doing radio anymore and everything like that, there's still the million dollar question is, do you have any concert tickets or what can you get for free? That, that's that's the first still thing. get. I still get that. People think it's so funny, like in radio, people think you just have this like litany of just concert tickets just hanging out of your house oh yeah which one you want like that dude from uh, fast times at ridgemont high you just walk around with a pocket full of tickets with a little notepad just go yeah i got you i got two tickets yeah, for yeah. Uh, adam sandler i got sure. you Cover one it. backstage yeah, no too yeah yeah <laughs> but the other million dollar question we get asked a lot too is the uh who is like the coolest person you ever met Oh, I man. get asked that all the time like they say oh you've probably met a bunch of people yeah we have yeah this is a luxury of of doing something like radio is cool is like the concerts and and the station the studio interviews is we do get to have these these celebs come in whether they're a singer sometimes actors and everything and so you do get to kind of see them when cameras aren't rolling or when microphones aren't rolling and just behind the scenes so i thought it would be cool today just because the three of us do have the radio experience and we've met a bunch of people between the three of us combined to kind of do like a little like mini Olympics award ceremony, like a gold, silver, and bronze medal to who we met, with gold mm-hmm. being like the most coolest celeb we've ever met. And not necessarily in terms of 
uh, stature. I'm not talking about stature um, because that that would be a little easier. I'm talking about like just somebody that was like, damn, he's cool. You know what I mean? Like he was like or she or she. Yeah, sure. Or she either one. Uh, Kev, you want to go first on this one or I'll let you take this one. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm going Ricky Bobby because if you ain't first or last, so I'm skipping. I'm skipping the silver medal. I'm going right to uh, really. You want me to go gold or gold? Uh, yeah, start gold. First. No, start okay. bronze. Start bronze and work your yeah. way up. Okay, bronze easy. Migos biggest dicks. I wanted to actually fight them. Oh wait, you're giving so, an wait, award? Hold, to them? Wait, 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 yeah. Why would you give them an award? This is for like the people you enjoyed, not for the people you hated. No, I thought I'm it was getting the award. Kevin's met like 700 different celebrities, <laughs> and he goes right away to the ones that were dicks. <laughs> We're not talking about Knicks, Kev. We're talking about those that you enjoyed, like the top three of all time. Where did you go to the worst? I didn't catch that. I thought that. we were doing first and last. <laughs> like not last, like the worst. and worst. Meanwhile, if like Omarion's listening to this podcast, he's like, really? I got skipped for, for Migos or Knicks? That was well, cool. Forget, forget it. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, worst okay. ever, Migos. They okay. were dicks, and okay. I wanted to fight them. We had them at Wild Splash, and just the arrogance and attitude – and the the you know it's like they and i've noticed this a lot of with the with the new school cats is is the it's they act like you're doing them a favor or they're doing you a favor gotcha and um but yeah we had migos with there it was a wild splash and uh they sat down to do an interview and we were actually doing it it was it was buck and i and um i believe someone else was sitting down doing the interview with us and you obviously have three of them uh, and we only had three mics. So you're talking Buck and I and the three of them. So you're talking five people with three mics. Mm-hmm. So when you're an interviewer, most of the time, the interviewer, you're holding a mic. The other interviewer is holding a mic. Then there's another mic that is passed um, either among the artist or one's holding them. And then you can put the mic over there in front of their mouth so that they can then talk. You know, you know I mean, you know how it, it sure. works. Well, I went and asked a question and he ripped the mic out of my hand. Okay. And that was it. So like I I didn't get the microphone back. Oh, so Buck just had to finish the interview or what? Yeah. Okay. So you're like, I'm done. So yeah. So when he ripped it out of my hand, it was just such a disrespectful thing. And, you know, obviously I'm working. It's my job. That's my livelihood. I couldn't, you know say anything or i i mean i wanted to so badly took everything not to just be like dude you're a dick mm. you know um but i which one over, was it quavo um no i i i want to say that's Mike. the only one i know <laughs> i don't know the other guy's names <laughs> quavo and mark and steve <laughs> no i think it might have been take off steve oh take off, take off. <laughs> um How great would that be if they had like awkward names like quavo take off <laughs> Steve. Steve. Well, listen, if they well, ripped the microphone then, out of your hands, Kev, can you imagine if Greg was doing the interview? He was like, so which one of you is Steve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, so after that happened, like I said, I was done. Like, because I, I was I was seeing red. I wanted yeah. to, I literally wanted to, to fight the dude. And I looked over at Buck and Buck could see it in my face because we've, you know, obviously worked together for so long that he knew right away, oh, he's done. Mm-hmm. And so I just sat back and and that, was fan. and that was it but just just the amount of disrespect doing okay. that and the arrogance and just kind of the tone of you know i don't want to be here but they're making mm-hmm. me do it mm-hmm. and i just i i'm not a fan okay not a fan. okay 
You want me Fair to go enough. best or you want me to wait? Go no, best. No, 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 no. Let's do this. Oh, I, go with- I, I like how we're doing this. We're doing this on the fly here. I like how we're doing this. I like Kev's idea. So let's flip the bronze medal to the bronze medal we'll give to like being an ass. Yeah. We'll each give our bronze medals. So go ahead, okay. Greg. My bronze 1000% goes to BG of the hot boys and i will never forget this interview for as long as i live because it was by far the worst interview i ever had why okay well bg comes into the studio with an entourage of about 64 people and as you guys know the studio is not big as it is and normally when we would have an entourage we would make them stay outside of the studio because we had an area that they could hang out in or whatever no they all filed in to the studio so there's a thousand people i'm trying to do my job and focus on the board and answer questions he comes in completely disinterested right number one i think he was high off of his ass number two and he was hungry and had the munchies so he sends one of his guys right before we're getting ready to get on the air and mind you i'm just trying to pay attention to what i'm doing hey we'll be on in two minutes just chill out whatever his boy goes and gets him a bag of cheetos right so he's starting to snack on the Cheetos and we're getting ready to go live. So I'm like, all right, BG, we're getting ready to come back in 30 seconds or whatever. He's just sitting there just eating the Cheetos, looking down, like completely disinterested. So I cracked the mic. Hey, you know, wild fam, we've got BG here from the Hot Boys. Everybody's clapping or whatever. And I'm like, BG, what's up? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in Tampa Bay area. He's literally eating Cheetos while I'm trying to interview him. Mind you, the bag is in front of the microphone, bro. It's literally like I have I don't have a bag here. Here I got He was hungry. He's like, like, yeah, I mean it's it's like like, you know, Lil Wayne put me on and I think it's really cool. I'm like, bro. Like I literally, like Kev said, I wanted to say something so bad. Like, do you not mind eating Cheetos while I'm trying to have a it's unreal. It was so disrespectful. Literally, I don't even think the interview lasted 60 seconds because I knew right away this is not going to go well. So let's just cut it. So I asked him like literally two questions and I was like, let's get into his new one here. Hot boy, whatever. And then hit the song. And I was like, all right, man, I appreciate y'all coming in. And he's like, that's that's it, man. I'm like, yeah, that's all we got time for tonight, man. I appreciate you coming by. And they literally looked at me like I'm the a-hole because I, like Kev said, like, you're doing us a favor by being here, dude. I'm trying to promote your album, promote your song, promote your show, whatever it was. And you want to disrespect me by sitting here eating Cheetos and crinkling your bag in the microphone so that everybody in Tampa Bay can hear you enjoying a snack. It was <laughs> awful, dude. I literally was like, I'm done with this interview. Get out of my studio. And that was the end of that. Well, I'm going to take a page out of Kev's book here because I can see Kev asking this question. But why don't you just flip the script and just start asking about what his favorite Cheetos were and what his favorite snack chips <laughs> because are? Because I was trying to be, I mean... I don't I don't know at the time, Ed. My head my head was literally like I'm trying to be a professional and this guy just obviously doesn't give a damn about being here yep. or what I have to hey, do. You so do these I, Cheetos. Yeah, let's just keep like let's just cut it. And that was that. And that was the end of that. So that was probably the worst interview I've ever done. I want to see if you guys can hear this. Tell me if you can hear this or not. I'm gonna try something real quick. Okay. What's up, this BC Hapo original? <laughs> and you pointing with special 
Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, the great for you to just pull that drop out, but go back to that that clip because I want to say you can hear bad crinkling in that audio drop of BG because that was probably he went right from our studio to Tommy's to do drop yeah, with, with the Cheetos. With the so so the, for the people that don't know, when artists come in, they do drops. So just like you heard, it's like, hey, what's up? I'm hanging with. So and so, DJ, whoever uh, you know, it's BG, and I'm I'm here hanging with Special Ed or whatever, and they do it for every single show, and they yep. do it. That's just what the, it's customary for for artists to do that. Listen uh, closely, but, people. You can hear you him crinkling the bag. Damn bag of chips. <laughs> What's up, this BG Hapo original, and you pour in with Special Ed. <laughs> So the fact that he still has the bag of chips in his hand at the drops, bro. Oh my god, that just one hundred percent proof like that. It's crazy. He went. He went from one studio to the other with that bag of Cheetos. Damn it, man! You just really brought up bad times for me, Ed. Thank you. All right, Ed. Who's your Who's your worst? <laughs> oh my god, I don't have it as bad as either one of you. So I don't even think my my artists are even worthy of bronze awards. You guys really had a bad. I just had two bad experiences with doing two different interviews. I'm going to give you both real quick because neither one of them are as grand as yours. Um, one was T.I. Now, T.I. I've interviewed a couple of times, but the first time I interviewed T.I. was actually when like 24s was first came out, his, his single 24s. Yeah, he came, he came in the studio and he was just real like, he didn't want, you know how like a lot of times off the air, artists will talk to you and they'll, you know, yeah. oh, what's going on with you, man? Yes. Oh, oh, I've just been traveling, blah, blah, blah. He was like, he didn't want to talk to me. And then I made a, I said something to him. I was like, oh, so what's been going on? He's like, man, let's just do this interview. I got, I got to get moving, man. I was like, okay. Uh, okay. So you just want to sit in here with the music playing. We just like looking at one another. So that was awkward. But the next time I interviewed him, I interviewed him at like, the, I think it was the BT Awards MTV. <clears throat> I think it was BT. I didn't do VMAs by myself. Um, he was real cool. So he gets a 50 he gets 50 50 percent of the bronze medal the other bronze medal believe it or not you guys left field it was on the phone was nancy cartwright now i know you're probably saying who the hell is nancy cartwright nancy cartwright is the voice of bart simpson oh yeah that's right so, i know her so i wanted to do this interview. i thought it'd be cool i get to interview bart simpson well the whole interview she wouldn't do any voice like okay. Bart Simpson. She really didn't want to talk about the Simpsons or Bart Simpson because it was the property. I'm like, what are we talking about then? Like, right. what are, what's what the, the point? Interview? Who cares yeah. about you then? Nobody, wow. cares, nobody cares about you. <laughs> I, actually remember, I actually remember when you were about to do that interview, you called me and you were like so excited. I was. <laughs> what a <laughs> letdown. Dude, so excited to talk to her. And then <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> so I just got to call you Nancy. Who was, the per who was the artist that got mad at not i don't know if they think they got mad at you ed but they refused uh to either take a picture with you i know you were with orlando it was at an award show i don't know if it was because you were dressed like you're yeah. normally dressed like but somebody was like afraid of you or like somebody was like apprehensive like i'm not gonna take a picture with that guy it was the vmas and it was two different artists it was jamie fox and it was usher usher so, neither one of them so jamie fox at least came over and like chopped it up with orlando like off the air or maybe or maybe he got the interview, but I wasn't allowed to sit at the table. I can't remember, <laughs> but which is so funny. So what we're talking about the table is these these forums, just so, in case you don't know. It's like these big forums, big open rooms. There's like 25 tables in there. Each table is a different radio station from across the, the country. So our table, uh, Jamie Foxx, I think he came and sat with Orlando, did the interview, but I had to get up and leave, which was really awkward. <laughs> like, They're like, you need to go. Hey, that guy right there, uh, he needs to go. Now, Usher <laughs> wouldn't even come near 
the table. And the reason why is because at the time, that was when a lot of rumors were floating around about Usher maybe being attracted to men and stuff like that. And the way I was dressed, I guess, mm. looked super flamboyant. Flamboyant. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So they wouldn't even come over to the table, which, which is well, funny. It's probably a good thing for you. You might end up catching something. <laughs> oh, damn. What? What? I'm like just... catching a catching a fist into the face or like, well, no, I mean, I mean, anyways, the bird. Uh, OK, so let's go back now that we know our worst. Kevin, who was your best uh, or who's your who's your gold medal go to D- DMC from run DMC? Nice. The, the, one of the coolest bar none uh, interviews that we've ever done. Uh, just the amount of knowledge, the amount of respect. And that's where it's like, that's why I, I, I say like the old school cats compared to these new school, uh, you know, cats, it's a completely different vibe. And mm-hmm. it's like, they understand it. They understand, uh, you know, what they're there for. Um, they respect, uh, us and, and what we do as our job, like we respect their, um, career. And, um, it was just, it was, it was an, awesome conversation that could have gone probably went on for hours just talking with him picking his brain yeah. talking about music talking about uh, the, the things that run dmc did you know he even got into saying like if if they had the production uh that these artists have nowadays oh man then he goes dude the stuff that we would have de- done would have been just Next level oh just ridiculous um but hands down dmc coolest dude that we've ever ever talked to i would have to say my gold medal would go to not an artist but an actor uh the amazing the talented john travolta and he was at the tampa bay lightning stanley cup playoff run uh, a few years back uh, obviously we know he all lives not that far up the road in ocala with his uh, massive home with a airplane hangar and John was at the game uh, to do a break with me to get the fans fired up, to get him like all hyped up that he was in the house. And of course, I mean, he's probably one of the biggest movie stars globally. Mm-hmm. And um, as it is in hockey, um, we have to wait until a certain uh, time on the clock has passed before we can do a break. And sure enough, I'm in the, in the uh, suite with, with him and we're talking about what we're going to do and a super cool, nice guy. We're getting ready to go live and there's a penalty. And because of the penalty, you cannot take a break until the two minutes is over. So now I'm literally stuck explaining to him, hey, we were going to go live, but now we have to wait two minutes because of the penalty. And so I'm literally just standing there hanging out with John Travolta, talking for a couple minutes, talking about his next movie. He's asking me about my company. Just one of the nicest guys ever. And he actually did a video drop for my mom which I thought was major. Like my mom's going to lose her mind. He gave her a hello. We did a whole video <laughs> thing. Awesome. It was fantastic. He was probably the one of the coolest people I've ever met. And being that he's such a global superstar, you never know how those people are going to sure. be in those situations. But he was top notch the whole way. So John Travolta for me gets my gold medal. Ed. Mine was uh, real quick. I'm at a whole bunch, but Jay-Z is going to be my tops oh, as far sure. as like the coolest. And and not just because he's the probably the, one of the biggest names I've ever talked to, but just as far as the way he was like the first thing was real quick. And I know we're running out of time here, but he, uh, we were in the backstage. Beata got us back. There was me, Beata and Busta and Busta's like, Oh, his name's special ed. And Jay-Z's like, Oh, for real. Why they call you special ed? And Busta's like, Oh, he does all crazy kinds of stuff. He's like, Oh, for real? Like jackass type stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't do stuff like that. (laughs) But he goes, 
oh, if we put a spoonful of mayonnaise on the ground over there, would you lick it off the ground? And I was like, yeah, why not? Now I was 18 or 19 at the time. Sure. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my God. No. So I, I got down on my knees, licked no. a spoonful of mayonnaise off the carpet. <laughs> no, you Backstage didn't. of the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> I never heard this where, story. Where oh, you know, you know, there's all kinds of like liquids <laughs> and fluids and all kinds of things of <laughs> backstage room. Oh, my God. Licked it. He was like, oh, my God. They were flipping out. It's like, yo, Bleak, because Memphis Bleak was back there. It's like, you see this dude? He's like, he's licking mayonnaise off the ground. Oh, oh, man. So the funniest part is we got two pictures. We got one when we first met him backstage, and that was like with everybody else, right? And he's like this, and he's like, you know, just like this, like just stone cold face, you know, just taking the picture like with everybody else. So after I did the mayonnaise thing, he was like, yo, y'all got to chill. You got to hang. We hung out. I swear to God, it had to have been for like an hour and a half just backstage. And there wasn't a lot of people. There was only probably about like eight people in this room, nine people in this room. And we were three of them. So nice. we were hanging out on the couch. At one point, it was like 30 minutes on the couch, just sitting there, just talking to Jay-Z. I was like, that that to me is like one of the coolest moments ever. That'd be like my dad being like, I hung out with Elvis for 30 right. minutes on the couch. You can't beat that. Even you know? even more and, cool than, than Diddy giving you a signed bottle of uh, champagne? That, no, that was cool. That was awesome. That whole experience was awesome. But what I'm saying is from a personal experience like the sure. diddy thing was like met him he did the bottle for me we moved on jay-z it was hanging it was, was like 30 out. minutes you like, were hanging with, with your boy yeah 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 and, yeah and then and then just to just to wrap up the whole thing so the other picture i got was after later on the night he's got his I'm arm smiling. around me and he's like got this big ass smile because now i'm his boy you know because That's i like awesome. mayonnaise off the ground and i probably contracted some sort of <laughs> disease that probably leads to all my things that I have. Now. I was going to say, maybe all the rashes have been, uh, now you know the the the, uh, the origin of all the rashes now has come and, from that mayonnaise lick. And here I was more concerned about you catching something from Usher. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. we are out of time. I never heard that yeah. story, though, dude. That's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, true that. story, yeah unbelievable well guys listen uh that's about it we have here today for our three dads in a minivan uh podcast again we appreciate you guys logging in you can get us on all of the different podcast platforms whether that's spotify youtube uh apple uh podcast we're everywhere just search three dads in a minivan and uh we appreciate you guys checking in again we hope you are safe uh from hurricane ian and uh if you can help out your neighbors donate to the red cross any of the florida disaster relief funds you know let's get our neighbors back up on their feet and uh, we do hope to hear and check in with you guys next week for myself special ed a man stiff aka kev we appreciate you guys checking in three dads in a minivan signing off Peace. three dads in a minivan